Good evening and you're very welcome to Tura Lura, the podcast where myself and Mr. Christian Dugstad explore folk songs. If you want to get in touch and talk about the show, or if you want to see what we're up to, check out our Facebook page, our Instagram page, send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com, two O's in Tura, two O's in Lura. How are you getting on this evening, Christian? I'm not too bad. I'm actually really hyped. It's the first time we have uh, other people than ourselves on. So who who are these? Who are these people that we're looking at? So we've got seasoned professionals of the folk music game here with us today. All the way from County Leash. Please welcome the Finns. Sally's daughter, way hey, rolled and go and we rolled all night and we rolled all the day. I spent my money along with Sally Brown. My money along with Sally Brown. Yep. 
Well, hey! That's it. Thanks for having us, guys. We're the Finns. Nice to be your first guest. I didn't. We didn't know that actually, so we're pretty, pretty proud of that one. So thanks very much. <laughs> we're delighted to have you, lads. Thanks a million. You're just scared that we don't know what we're doing here. Uh, we, we, we seem to end up Terrifying. being gu- guinea pigs for a lot of things, don't we? <laughs> we do, like actually. we're trying, we're trying out something new. It might go wrong. Who'll we get? Let's get the Finns. <laughs> get the Finns. Get the Finns. We in wanted here. to get at least uh, one recording of an old special done before Paddy's Day. And there was no one better to ask than you, lads. They're saying all the right things there, no Josh. Charm or so is no Josh. Banner charm. I have to comment uh, to the people listening to this. They they obviously wouldn't be able to see this, but we'll put it up somewhere, uh, but online on Facebook and stuff. But but do you have a green screen? Because to the people uh, not seeing what I'm seeing, you are literally on a ship. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the main deck just and behind you you have like a banner saying the fins <laughs> they're coming live from the high seas yeah <laughs> we have to dress to impress just for the, just to feel like it you know just to feel feel like we're in it you know when we're talking to you you know <laughs> I love when you when you do the live gig you have the old sound effects going and all the ship and the water and the birds the seagulls and stuff yeah brilliant yeah, we yeah. can't do it this time it had to just be a, a picture we had, we had to move studios there so normally it's very hard to do a green screen in, in such a small room so we're if it looks so, I can't really see it if it looks okay or not, but like the green screen's only like a couple of inches behind us here, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, dead. That's class. That's cool, yeah. Since I've known you for a good few years now, and you're kind of well known in the game for the old sea shanties. So we thought we'd chat to you about some sea shanties and see what... Sounds good to us, yeah. Being from Leash and all, we know all about the the shanties, (laughs) the the sea songs. The seasoned (laughs) mariners that you are. Oh, that's it, yeah. (laughs) There's a bug lake near us, that was a little close to it. uh, Yeah, so delighted to talk about the shanties, yeah, yeah. So thanks for having us. The old shanties are fairly high up in the media at the moment. Yeah, madness, like, yeah. (laughs) It's insane. It's great, it's great to see though, to be honest, you know. It's uh, it's brilliant, you know. Uh, I mean, like, nobody owns the shanties. That's the best thing about it, you know. Not that, what's your man's name? Nathan, is it? Yeah. And, like, uh, you know, yeah. Not, like, it's just, uh, it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even come from a country. It just comes from seafaring countries, you know. It could be New Zealand or Canada or England or Ireland or the yeah. Faroe Islands. You know what I mean? Nobody owns the shanty because they're all just on boats and, and there's, like picking, picking yeah. people from everywhere. Like There's a very blurred line between like maritime songs, songs like uh, about the ocean and the sea and then songs that sailors actually sang, yeah. like, like actual sea shanties. And then there's like um, like pirate songs and then there's Viking songs as well, you know. Like there's a, a broad spectrum there of like songs that are, are kind of refer to the ocean, you know. So that's that's great Absolutely, as well, you know. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just um, it's an ancient uh, history. It kind of goes back all the way. Yeah, there. when you think of a seafaring sure, and fishing, just uh, it goes back the same uh, a length of time as farming did. So, like, they would have been singing all the songs, you know. We we only have the ones probably recorded from the 15th or 16th century at the very, very latest, you know. But yeah, you know. Uh, where where did you first come across sea shanties and ocean faring songs? Jenny Mac, I wonder. I wonder could it be uh, Andy Irvine, maybe, or maybe Sweeney's Men, or someone like that, maybe singing. Probably singing Sally Brown there, the first song we we. That was uh, Sally Brown, yeah. Tell us a little bit uh, about uh, Sally Brown. Well, Sally Brown, uh, well, first of all, I think it's a West Indies song. There's a lot of girls in, in the West Indies back then called Sally. So there's loads of shanties uh, about this girl, well, about girls called Sally. Or else it's the one girl she got around with all the boats, or you never know, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, what's the song actually well, about? She, she was uh, she was like a, a, um, a mixed uh, race girl, I think. Oh, yeah. 
from I think settlers that went over there and they and they mixed with the natives and, and stuff and then she was this pretty little uh, girl called Sally um, with beautiful skin and all that kind of stuff very nice skin from from that part of the world and uh, this sailor fell, fell in love with her and uh, her Sally's mother didn't want Sally falling in love with uh, any old sailor, you know, getting off the boat and all that kind of stuff. And he's a dirty old sailor and he's looking at Sally. So uh, she said, I'd rather you, even, even with a captain instead of a sailor, you know, even if the captain had one leg, that'd be grand. It'd be still better than a, like a deckhand, you know, yeah. um, it's grand. So anyway, the sailor didn't get his way. He didn't get uh, to be with Sally. But Sally had a daughter. <laughs> now, I don't know how old Sally was, and uh, so I'm not so sure. It's getting into dangerous territory now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he, he took Sally's daughter away, winningly, I think, in a way, and he, he married her uh, instead. So... Um, uh, that's probably as it. So, yeah, as you do. So that's kind of basic. I, I didn't really look up. I probably looked up the song at the start when I learned it, but uh, things just go in my head as quickly as they go into it. So, yeah, um, it, but a lot of these stories are are just from the song themselves. You know, you just if you read the lyrics and you, I probably just take from what's going on in the song. That's the story basically behind it. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's 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 Sally Brown. And where did you come up with your version, or where would you have been influenced by? It was probably uh, it would probably be more the Planksteve version would it be than the, the Sweeney's even though they're very similar what they do I think it was you that came up with the song there first uh, no, I think it was the, uh, there was a Planksteve version on it there that they start doing and uh, probably Planksteve yeah, someone asked Christy to sing it someone just says do you know what the song we'll never do Sally Brown yeah there's a deadly video actually of uh, it's the Abbey, the Abbey Tavern in RTE two years ago 1980 or something I think and he asks Andy to sing it that's, yeah, is it or is it That's Andy right. asks him to sing it or someone asks Andy think, to sing it? I think Christy asks Andy off the bat and they spend the whole song laughing. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's right, yeah. Um, so I think that's when we heard it first, but it wasn't too long ago. Too long ago, I can't remember to be honest. No. I think um, because like we're not into shanties forever. Like we've only been looking at kind of songs this last decade. You know, we're, we're we haven't been brought up with a. Uh, which with shanties right like that being from County Leash you know or our father <laughs> like we've been on a Curragh before but I think it was in the garden like with loads of flower pots in it <laughs> I've heard from a good source though that you're doing shanties since before they were cool oh well that's true definitely Josh <laughs> that's, that's 100% true okay doesn't take a lot yeah just two months ago that's, that's yeah. all <laughs> we don't want to be known as the, the, as the two guys sitting in the corner going we were doing those songs before they were cool yeah. <laughs> but I tell you on a serious note though, we actually talked about this a while ago and uh, we were like which is like we were doing sea shanties before uh, Nathan, uh, Dan Daniels, or whatever, what is, whatever his name is, and uh, and then we just kind of came to it. And says, look, he actually sang, he sang it the way shanties could be should be sang. You know, he just pumping his pumping his leg like that. You know, because yeah. the, um, that song is a it's a pump shanty or something like that to kind of get you get you yeah pulling ropes and pulling the the oars or whatever they did in the whaling times. So he he sang it the way it was meant to be sang, really raw, and his voice was creamy, his voice was perfect, and sure, like, it's class. The, the, the way we do shanties, really, is just, we just turn them into kind of more songs, into folk songs, you know what I mean? We don't, we're not shanty singers, we're not like Kimber's Men and yeah. stuff like that, like, you know. Yeah. The, I think a lot of folk musicians do that, though. We're kind of making the the shanties our own. Yeah, we're just we're singing them. Yeah, them we're just listening to the melody yeah. like 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 you you or I Actually, or we, anyone would. You know? We know a, a a band from from Norway that come over have, have visited a few times and yeah. they're fantastic singers. They visit our gigs and they'd be sitting in front of us, the three of them or four of them at at the table, and we'd be singing and they'd sing be singing harmonies and stuff, and their voices are crazy good and yeah, make a show of us, you know. And uh, they'd be singing away, but they'd sing shanties then. <clears throat> Kind of like how kind of shanties, shanties would be sung because their yeah. voices lend themselves. Yeah, their voices lend themselves to those yeah. kind of things, you know. 
so what is what is the way a shanty should be sung then back in the day in a Scottish accent, first of all. Come to see. Just before we, we get into that, then just for, for anyone that has been living under a rock, then the Nathan that we're talking about is Nathan Evans, which would be a Scottish uh, TikToker that uh, went absolutely viral singing um, a sea shanty yeah. on TikTok. What persuaded him to do that, like? Well, he did, he just liked him. <laughs> oh, crazy! Right? <laughs> just likes him. It, like it just it took off. Um, and uh, not be that guy, but I saw that video <laughs> before that video was cool. Oh, really? Uh, I saw it come across because <laughs> I would just be following all the things you know you'd follow because we'd be putting up songs and we we'd ha- we'd hashtag the whatever whiskey in the jar, uh, Irish music, um, sea shanty. And then I'd follow those things as well. So this popped up and I was like, that's really cool. And there's another Scottish girl who put up um, a song called My My Mother Told Me, which is a Viking song, and that one blew up as well. And not as much as as Nathan's one, but um, that's absolutely class as well. So they were always popping up in my feed, and then it was and it was only about a month later it uh, exploded. You know, and I was it getting went all it, the way know. to number one in the UK chart. It did, yeah. yeah. He was like he had his own version, and what I think what you do in TikTok is you have your own version. Um, you upload it to somewhere, iTunes or whatever, somewhere up on the, the cloud, and uh, it's it then it's it exists in TikTok for you to select that as a song. And then you you mime you mime to your own song. Oh really? Yeah. He's miming that I think he mimed to his own song, and then uh, and then it blew up, and then it blew up on a Monday, and by Friday he was he had been signed, taken away to a record studio, and signed and had a new version out <laughs> that Friday or something like that. I think that's absolutely insane. It's kind of scary when you think about it, like the way the the way the algorithm can kind of decide who makes it and who doesn't. It's, it is crazy. I don't know if you're if you're on TikTok, but it's a it's a it's a weird old place. But uh, yeah, a lot of people talking about the uh, um the algorithms, you know, um like people telling other people how if you want to get uh if you want to go viral, uh use this sound underneath your video, but really low and. You don't need to do anything. It'll just show up on everyone's feed. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. we'll talk a, a bit more about social media later. But but just to clarify, to, technically, what is a sea shanty? Well, uh, there's different. There's loads of different types of sea shanties. We we sometimes generalize it. First of all, and we're not. First of all, we're not sea shanty experts or anything like that. So if there's someone at home there <laughs> looking at us, going, those boys don't know how to do. But there is loads, and sometimes we just generalize it. Say we're going to sing a shanty, and it could be the, the mermaid, for example, which is just a a song of the sea a folk song of the sea but there's loads of different ones there's um, sea shanties first of all were sang mainly by the shanty man on the boats back in the whaling times was like the main period for, for shanties to shine you know the, the drunken sailor came out of there and the weller man for example came out of there as well and uh, I, I kind of like to think that the shanty man was, was always Irish because he was the, the best singer you know so I was singing away there and having all the, the Welsh and the Scots and the Norwegians following, follow, following uh, uh, answering and calling so he was there to uh, boost morale and keep the spirits up to keep on uh, heaving away there and haul away and like the uh, haul away Joe is a it's a sweating up shanty I think or something like that so that's like heave away and haul away you know really like this this kind of beat you know, to keep it kind of in the rhythm and yeah. then there's other ones um, I think they're called uh, or, uh, capstan or the wind, wind last uh, shanties lots of different words and they're like answering call or like 
Where are we going? Answer, We're going yeah. to the sea. Yeah. Where are we going? We're going over there, back to Clare. I don't so, know. What <laughs> I mean, so they're kind of, you know, answering the call. But it's all got to do with lifting the spirits on the boat and getting the whale, getting the fish, whatever they were doing on the boat. So that that's the shanties. And as I said, then from shanties just come uh, songs of the sea then, you know. Uh, and as we said before, um, there's no real origin, but we, we'd sang it in Ireland, but in Ireland... We usually stayed close to the Irish waters on our curricks, our small boats. We just kept our waters because we weren't in a colonising country. Our neighbours over there, uh, England would have been the, the main seafarers of the world back then and they would have went uh, all the way across and mainly up to uh, off the coast of uh, the east of Canada and the north of America around Maine and upwards, Boston and upwards. And uh, that's where uh, and that's why the link there into Canada uh, is so strong in the north of uh, East America there as well, or East North East America, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's brilliant. That's so so that was a real whaling place over there, like over over, over the Atlantic over there. So yeah, um, that's that's kind of where it came from. Yeah, so we have, we have a lot to, t- to thank the English for, but you know, on the on those English boats, there could have been any nationality on it, especially the Irish, because we would have been joining forces with them right up to World War One. You know, so yeah, I had no idea that they were so specific to the actual task being done that you would have different types for different yeah just different tasks, tasks. yeah or whatever yeah. yeah 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 mad you know you could you know you know a picture did you ever see that youtube video actually of the big boat coming into norway or into oslo and they're all standing on the, the sails and they're all singing yeah. What's, what song did they sing again is it south australia or is it holloway south australia i think anyway and they're all doing the actions on the boat you may look it up there it's at least five or six years old anyway Anyway, look it up. But yeah, yeah, it's yes, good. It, yeah. it gives a good vibe of what what it would have been like in the past, there, you know. Or just look at um, Assassin's Creed. Otherwise, yeah, that's insane. Like almost whatever shanty you search for online, you you end up with a link to Black Flag or someone talking about Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, and some of the songs are only like a minute long as well, just to give you that like raw effect. It's not like done. It's just sang the verses and the end. You know, it's brilliant. I remember playing that game and like you'd be walking down to a market or something and you'd hear. Trad playing from the harbour. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> They'd That's be playing cool. like reels and jigs, and you'd be going, "Hang on a minute, what's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may, I may play it. I may play it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I forget the question there anyway. But uh, it's brilliant. <laughs> no, what? I'm... What are shanties? So <laughs> what I, are I, shanties, think you, yeah. I think you answered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know about the shanty man himself. Like there was actually a leader that it. Yeah, yeah. Like most of the time, you know, I mean, they would have some boats just would have they just wouldn't know the songs, but the, the, it came from a shanty man. Usually, like he was like the leader. He's like the and, candy man. Yeah, yeah, because the songs lend themselves to that. They're like duets for all the world. Well, not, not duets, just one lad sing a line and then the rest of the boys sing, Way, haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. Then he was a Yankee man. You know, the shanty man, then he will, then other fella, so on and so forth. It it ties in with probably the f- first of them, but other traditions as well, like in the military or people running cables or laying the train lines or, or uh, worker uh, songs. Miners, yeah, yeah. yeah, just there are traditions for worker songs in, in many different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't women had um, back in the old days? Oh, like, yeah. yeah. So and so on said so and songs. Wool walking songs in Scotland, yeah. for example. They're, they're, that's a big tradition as well. Yeah, they had great those 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 songs as well. They were they were brilliant as well. Yeah, yeah. There, it is there is a definitely definitely kind of tie to all those kind of things there as yeah. well. And there was this, maybe the sea shanty man was wasn't there? Um, 
Is there a link there? There's always kind of a, like a minstrel as well or a musician in a band of whatever workers or, or soldiers or someone, there's always a, someone who had like, oh, well, play the lute. You always see in the old, in the old uh, seafaring cartoons and things, there's always a lad with a little concertina. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You are a bit of live streaming, social media aficionados. Self-taught, are you? Self-taught, I suppose. I mean, uh, um, we, it, was, it was definitely something we always wanted to do. Kieran was always pushing for it uh, even two years ago there, you know, or three years ago even. We used to do a thing called... Before it was uh, cool. <laughs> we're always first to the game Josh we're always on top of it then you know? <laughs> no no we joking but, uh, but we did want to do it because Kieran is, is a bit of a tech tech uh, tech guy over there tech nerd we'll just call him for now okay to be nice and uh, yeah he just he just loved it so yeah that was it you know yeah for sure yeah no we're always can't say I'm good at it I just like it that's all and if you yeah. like something enough you, you get good enough at it to be able to do what you want to do with it you know um, but like it's it's uh, it's hard. It's 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 a it's a big commitment to do it to, to to keep doing it and to keep at it. You know, and you know yourselves. There's always something that goes wrong with with the tech side of things. Something always not working. Something always echoing. Something always not echoing. Uh, so just kind of self taught. Um, like there's there's so much to um everything. Like we're we we don't not even wouldn't even say we're uh, aficionados because all we're able to do is just basically just get a basic stream up on Facebook and yeah. YouTube and, and, and I'd say over the last year or so you've definitely perfected it though like it's it's come together really well it's I think it's important to just to keep looking back at it and figuring out a way how to make it better you know we started off last this time last year it was a kind of a shock to the system what we're we going to do will we, will we stream no we'll be back working next week we won't, we won't bother doing it and uh, then three weeks passed or something like that um, or two weeks passed and there was no sign of anything so we said right we'll just do a stream and it was just a laptop down in front of us or the phone in front of us and uh, then I just we just kind of go from there that like we enjoy doing them we enjoy things sounding good um, enjoy things looking good we like high production value stuff um, we like off the cuff stuff as well it's it's great I think it's great content for, for a band you know um, and it's good to be able to change, like do backgrounds and stuff there as well. It makes it makes it interesting for us. It makes yeah. it interesting for <clears throat> the people watching. I love looking at, at at different things, you know. And it's not content the for the sake of content either. Because some people get get obsessed with content, you know, and then you're just putting out kind of bad bad content, you know. But we're just kind of actually paying live shows, so it ends up being content, you know. Yeah. So it's something that really stands out to me, though. Like you're always thinking about the next thing and how can I make it different and how can I appeal to people because you don't want to just do the same thing over and over again. No. No, exactly. Yeah, we all try to do something with the show. You're always adapting, which is yeah. Great. Whether it's bringing a, a little guest, or like our brother on the whistle, or something, doing a quiz or something, just to make things a little bit kind of mini you know, Bobby, mini Bobby there. Yeah, mini so Bobby. brilliant. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, Kieran's definitely tech guy on the side there, so yeah, it's it's mm. brilliant. You know, that definitely goes back further than the pandemic too, though, because you're completely self-produced from the beginning, aren't you? That's right. We did a yeah, we did our, our first our first and only album there, uh, creations there. But yeah, we all, we reproduced. Produced. Produced, produced, we produced that whole album ourselves. There, we gave out the master, I think, or something. That was at the end. That was all, was it? Uh, what creations? You did all, the, you did all the recording. Yeah, we just, yeah, we just, it was just that was just something like we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not perfect, absolutely not. It's not going to sound the same as as uh, a big studio, but it was something that we all, like. I always wanted to do anyway. It's, I think it's great experience to be able to do something like that. Um, even if it doesn't work out, it's great to have done it to know what work is involved in something like that. Uh, it takes ages when you don't know. You have YouTube open on this screen and you have Logic open on this screen and you're click here, click here, click here, mix that. The session on on YouTube that the the guy is showing you isn't going to be the same as yours. It doesn't sound the same. You have to try and adapt it to make yours sound good. So 
Yeah, so it took us ages. We we put out our own album. We started making our own videos as well. I was always into that as well, um, photography and video stuff. Um, so I'd invested in in a camera. Um, a good few years back there, I don't know, six years or something like that, seven years, and and I was delighted to be able to to use it. <laughs> so it was used that we went into uh, our our video for Free Mind. We went in for one day into uh, the button factory to to shoot a video, and that turned into like five days. It was three days or two days of mistakes and deleted files, and then we went back in again with some flower cameras and lights and uh yeah and then you're you know kind of you have to commit it then because you're like oh fake i'm after spending three days in here now um or after spending the money on it there to, to rent out the room I have the camera and we, we can't give up now so now we have to do it you know we're having the video half made uh so now we have to keep at it you know there's no point so just try and make it work um and then you kind of kind of gain experience then for the next video if you want or if you're getting something to do, like to do your video you, you kind of you, you, you definitely value value them you know um their, their skill and their craft you know because we're not videographers or whatever filmmakers and all that kind of stuff and we're not engineers um or mixers or masters or anything like that uh, but they're just things that we like doing um ourselves you know um and we feel proud and same with the artwork and stuff there as well we try to do that ourselves of course if we probably won the lotto we'd probably book into the, the uh, abbey yeah. road studios and and have uh, someone design our art, artwork and all that kind of stuff and have some flash hollywood director direct video but the band that wins the lotto they gig until the money is gone all right <laughs> <laughs> go over to oslo go over to the dubliner and buy yeah. all the pints for 12 euros <laughs> yeah no then you have the likes of uh, nathan evans who sits down with his phone and and goes viral. But, uh, I, yeah. I think it's deadly. I think it's absolutely <laughs> class. You know, I know what you mean. Yeah, but that's like off. Like that's what I said about the, like off the cuff stuff is brilliant. Like sometimes shaky phone footage at three o'clock in the morning is better than the thirty grand production. Um, you know, and the overproduced song and all that kind of stuff. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's definitely it's like what she said. Like it's it's all about the content and content, not in terms of having the video file with lovely visuals and and everything. It's it's about what you're actually trying to convey you can survive with a shitty phone camera if the music's great absolutely and that's actually that's the number one rule i think of uh, stuff online if it sounds okay uh, it could look crap basically (laughs) Uh, that's what i've been told but even at that i think if the performance is good it hits home you know can't beat um, a good visual leader though like if you're sitting, no, on, a pi- like, sitting on a pirate ship in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the Atlantic streaming into County Clare yeah <laughs> the Spanish Armada we, we, we changed after the um, into the new year we came back um, we had a pub background and uh, it was just going to be a once off thing you know uh, I was supposed to do like I was like we made a pub there for tonight because uh, we missed the pub everyone missed the pub and uh, delighted drinking and then we got a few messages after like oh I really like the pub uh, can you keep it really like looking at it <laughs> and we're like crap and it's a disaster setting up the green screen as I said well the people liked it you know had an extra That's three it, hours yeah. to my work setting up a green screen spraying water on it so to get the wrinkles out people what's seem the to green like screen it. made of is it cloth or what? muslin it's it's cloth so it's like a special and the girl I love wore a muslin dress yeah <laughs> and the fisherman dream of the sun in the west oh, oh. Jesus Josh how romantic yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all there's muslin there's two of them there one is a machine kind of stuff and one's kind of muslin kind of stuff there so that, that it's just it's non-reflective chroma key material it's just green sheet it's <laughs> just a green sheet uh, so that's all what streamers do you like to listen to do you listen to any streaming gigs yeah we do uh, y- yeah we do we um Listen to like the likes of the Murphy Sisters, two by Mick Morris and uh, Robin uh, James Hurt's pretty good. Uh, 
the high school profits there, they, them boys kind of come on dribs and drabs because they don't all live with each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're pretty good. Josh O'Loughlin is excellent. He's one Josh, of my favourites. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Josh kept me going there when I was uh, cleaning up uh, Christmas decorations there over Christmas. Yeah. And I had a. Mo- you were on till three o'clock in the morning or something there. I was one night. Uh, I had a bit yeah. of a notion. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you're in the field in, in the <coughs> middle of the day. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I do some interesting things sometimes. I get notions. I know. I tell you, Josh, you actually are one, one, one of my yeah. favourites there, honestly. I, I, I put you on there sometimes on Instagram. See, I don't have much time to be listening yeah. because I have two little kids there at home. So yeah. No, I told him, um, um, Stephen Easton there uh, does be streaming. He's back streaming a bit now. He's not, not wasn't much anymore. Ross D was doing lots yeah. of streaming to put his on as well. Liam Fitz is brilliant as well. Powerful um, voice. Jeez. Sometimes we just Liam head Fitz, on. Yeah. We head, head over there to the Glasgow Glasgow Irish Bands and Gigs page. Yeah, And they'll have hundreds and hundreds of viewers, like each and every one of them, you know. So yeah, we're just there. Uh, just browsing around but yeah Josh you'd be up there anyway top top three that doesn't mean you're number three now either you could be number one okay I'm only a chancer I'll just chancer. leave it there the there's so three. much going on so much streams going on like it, it, you might see someone by accident and find out that they were streaming for the last year um, you just never saw their stream you know sometimes on Mondays you're so busy doing something else you never get to go on Facebook or you never scroll on Facebook and then by chance you're like oh this is my 70th Monday gig you know you're like Jesus I didn't even know you were streaming um, so it only it, kind of whatever pops up online is kind of every time we yeah. don't really go scrolling looking for, for stuff because yeah. uh, we're just kind of busy doing doing this as well trying to mix because um, we're, we're all the stuff all the sesh, all the gigs that we've done they've all been recorded so we have to go through them uh, find where the songs are and then mix them for the streaming album that we're doing so they have to be all gone through labelled um, oh, so the new album is a streaming album. New album is a streaming album. There's two in the works: the studio album and the streaming album as well. So there's two, two we're trying to work on. You know, if anyone out there listening wants to listen to the first album, is called Creations, and you should check it out. Like I, I had that on repeat for months when it came out. Good where, stuff, where yeah. can they find it, lads? Uh, it's 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 on all uh, your usual streaming places like s- s- YouTube and yeah Spotify, and then you can you can buy the album then on our website thefinsmusic.com. Then head over to the shop there. So that's thefinsmusic.com. And people remember that you don't have to listen to the bought copy if you buy. You can still keep on streaming, but if you if you listen to someone and you can afford it, then go buy the album. And you don't like if you buy a physical CD, just even even just put it in a drawer and then keep listening on Spotify or wherever you are so they're going to be vintage one day as well just remember that they're going to be vintage if you don't have a CD player it's a good beer mat <laughs> I work in the Norwegian equivalent of, of Imro uh, which would be Tuno and I know very well the money that you get off the streaming no, no, sometimes you go on there, uh, you, go, you, you get a little statement from Imro and you look into it, oh, I got a statement, go, go head on there to imro.ie and go on to the statements and go, what's the statement going to be? And then you look on, it's like 75 cent for like six yeah. months, you know. And you oh, go, crap, uh, I owe money. That's shit. Spotify. And you can't even take it out because it's not more than 10 euro. So like, <laughs> you're waiting for these 75 cents to, to build up over time. There's even huge campaigns like to even get one cent per play for musicians which is terrible like <laughs> what, are, what are we doing what are we doing with our lives <laughs> there, yeah. there, there you go actually the old compact disc or the CD you know the portable CD players they're actually yeah. vintage now like you know yeah. So, yeah, yeah. if you put those on display in a couple of years you know mm. I'm telling you where's it I, I've been I've been thinking that uh, Josh if we put anything out then we should really 
really looking to getting cassettes. <laughs> you, you actually did that, didn't you, lads? Yeah, we did it there before. They brought out, yeah, yeah, they yeah. brought out cassettes. Oh, before it was cool. <laughs> again, after again, it was Christian. Cool. After it was cool. It was cool in the 90s. But it's going to be cool soon. And then... I don't know. Do you still have cassettes of the album on sale, lads? Or? No, I tell you, we, uh, we 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 had plans to bring it out on the album, but we we brought it out on the our well, one of our singles there, uh, my hometown is called, and uh, that was like the trial run, and it went pretty well to be honest. Uh, it was just it was just a thing that we wanted to do because like the real cool people uh, go and they bring out their CD or their music on vinyl, but like we were thinking to ourselves like we we're only like in our what in our twenties, are we? <laughs> don't give away too much there don't give away uh, too much there but anyway we grew up uh, we're, like we were teenagers in the 90s you know so we grew up with tapes so tapes just it, it, it kind of related to us more than, than vinyl you know vinyl was just whatever we, we saw it in you know old uh, chippers and stuff but not not actually it wasn't yeah. us you know what I mean the, the cassettes were us so yeah we bought it out and uh, we just never it's very expensive here over here in Ireland to, to get them to get an album like because you have to you have to order like two hundred fifty or something. Well. Or UK was it? Not UK, but it was it was it even was only, that you know. Yeah, it was kind of a novelty and a, and a gimmick. We weren't looking to make money from it. We just wanted. Yeah. We just wanted them. And, and then uh, and then whatever happened, we just didn't get the album done on it. Yeah, but hopefully soon as well, you know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, we'll bring it, we'll bring it out soon, you know. But do you still have any any of those? Yeah, we have. Yeah. A, we have a couple. Are they that. online as well? They're, to, on, they're, to, they're to in our shop. Yeah, they're yeah. in our shop. Yeah, you can buy the CD and uh, the tape bundle oh, for like four ninety five yeah. or something like that. Take, that, take down the radio. There's two, there. two or three we songs. We got that to play it. Oh look, we even got this. Give us two seconds. There. We got. We, we went away and bought this Old. little tape player to uh, to play it, and it sounded sh- shocking. <laughs> <It> sounded <laughs> terrible. We got, we got it was like. It was slowing down, and got that. Oh, yo. lovely class. Look at that. Stop and record. Or what was it? Stop and play. <laughs> that yeah. is a TikTok waiting to happen, lads. There's a lot to be said for analog sound in general. Like you just you get that old school vibe from it. You do. You, you really you do. do. Yeah, we love it. Like yeah, we uh, we we rooted we rooted out our uh, old Walkmans and everything. Like we found the, the cool, uh, you know, the white Sony one, the Sony Walkman, and uh, the tape just sounded brilliant. You know, like you hear the little whirring at the beginning, and then oh, it just yeah. kicks in. You know, <laughs> it's uh, brilliant. Obviously, you said that Creations isn't out on tape, but is that in the works? Could that happen? Most definitely, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We definitely want to. We, we might do. We might uh, coincide it there one day uh, with with the with the new album, and that'll have a little kind of a vintage section there in the in in the shop, you know. Uh, so when's the new album release date, lads? It's going to be last last <laughs> April. <laughs> last April. Then it was it was pushed on. Uh, ah, you know the whole kind of uh, the whole thing. We we actually got too busy kind of trying to do the stream. Perfect that we kind of. Uh, the album just kind of went on, and then again, see a lot of the songs we 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 would have been doing in the pubs, you know, in in the background, like testing out the songs and testing out the songs and developing them that way. We didn't do that this time because we didn't want to spoil every song on the album on the streams because they're they're there for everyone to see. Then, where in a pub, you might just prevent the one person, like, and we'd be practicing. Uh, are they all originals? Uh, yeah, this time they are. Yeah, we had all originals. Yeah, ten Fantastic. or eleven. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, there. Oh no, there's one. There's one cover. Uh, Tom Payne's Bones. I think you know that one. There, I think you, you, you heard us play that. They got and did that one. An old Lee and Rosalind song or something like that. I think. Yeah. Is there any sea shanty inspired stuff on there? There, there always is, Christian. To be honest, <laughs> there always is. Yeah, we got a couple. Kieran has like a, a Christmassy kind of. He wrote a, a lovely Christmas uh, shanty. <laughs> a Christmas shanty, which is uh, just brilliant. You know, uh, it's class. You know, and. Um, 
Uh, I, I've, I've won again. I've always won there walking on the beach and stuff like that. And yeah, there's always a couple of shanty kind of vibes going on, you know, because I live by the sea there. I, I live out in Clontarfter, so I'm always, the inspiration is just there kind of anyway, you know, so <laughs> all I'm doing is fecking writing about the current, the waves, the yeah. sea. <laughs> do you fancy giving us another sea shanty lads do you want to give us one is it? yeah this is a new one someone requested this one on, on the stream and we uh, this is our fourth or fifth time doing it I think so yeah this is Captain Kid uh, we, we heard um, you know the Canadian band Great Big Sea they just sing so many great songs of the sea somebody somebody requested this and I, I was I recognised the, the name when they said it and then uh, went off and learned it it's just fantastic you know uh, so yeah Captain Kid As I sailed, as I sailed, my name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, God's laws I did forbid, and most wickedly I did as I sailed. My father taught me well, to shun the gates of hell, but against them I rebelled as I sailed. He shoved the Bible in my hand, and I left it in the sand, and I pulled away from land as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed, as I sailed, oh my name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, and God's laws I did forbid, and most wickedly I did as I sailed. I murdered William Moore, and I left him in his poor, twenty leagues away as I sailed. And being cooler still, the gunner I did kill, his precious blood did spill. As I sailed, my name is Captain Kidd. As I sailed, as I sailed, oh, my name is Captain Kidd. As I sailed, my name is Captain Kidd, and God's laws I did forbid, and most wickedly I did as I sailed. I was sick and nigh to death, I vowed at every breath to walk in wisdom's path as I sailed. But my repentance lasted not, my evil soon forgot. Oh, damnation is my lot as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed, as I sailed. Oh, my name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, and God's laws I did forbid. And most wickedly I did as I sailed. Lay my head upon the block Love no more I'll mock As I sail So take a warning here and heed To some bad company Or you'll wind up just like me As I sail My name is Captain Kidd As I sailed, as I sailed Oh my name is Captain Kidd As I sailed My name is Captain Kidd And God's laws I did forbid And most wickedly I did As my name is Captain Kidd as I sailed, as I sailed, oh, my name is Captain Kidd, as I sailed. My name is Captain Kidd, and God's laws I did forbid. And most wickedly I did as I sailed. And most wickedly I did as I sailed. And 
in England uh, a lot you know and in Canada as well Bellowhead have a oh, have a yeah. great selection of um, have you heard of Bellowhead they have a great selection of of uh, sea shanties they're w- well into them you know yeah. I love them do you, do you listen to Bellowhead no I don't, I don't. Oh, they're I don't amazing yeah, yeah. They're one of our favourite bands though to be honest um, so they and even your man John Bowden he, he's uh, he's got his own solo stuff going on as well and he does his own kind of little sea shanties and he takes his versions of Bellowhead's versions. He's the lead singer with Bellowhead, so he he broke off as well and is doing his own thing. The child ballads as well. They have a lot of songs, not maybe sea shanties, but songs of the sea in them. You know, the, the Francis Child. So he he collected loads of folk songs, and a lot of songs in there kind of um kind of maritime songs or kind of sea songs. Do you find you know? yourselves going to the collections and the books and all of that stuff, looking for new stuff? Not, not like maybe not so much anymore. When we're doing a lot of stuff with when the we play in the where we're kind of looking like actively looking for songs, yeah. uh, and now we're kind of busy doing other stuff there as well. But like they kind of you kind of come across them by accident, you know. Someone might request a song and then you go looking it up and then you might find another song with that. Uh, go back to Spotify, you might have uh, like a list of songs and they're not like sea shanties. And then does, does Spotify not recommend you some? Songs yeah, as well, yeah. Does it? Yeah, because I, I actually don't have it. Yeah, I found um, loads at the beginning. Actually. Yeah, I found loads. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, and when we lived together in Fashion House, there, so we had, yeah, so you'd have something on, and you're like, then a song would come on, Stan Rogers or something like that, some cool version of of some song, you know. Sometimes you might hear a song sang or sung sung a few times, um, by one band, and you you might not take notice of it, and you might hear like a a different artist sing it, and you're like, oh, that's actually a really cool song, it's a really cool sea shanty, you know. They are, since they probably were uh, a cappella, uh, or at least very sparingly accompanied, then they probably are very blank slates. Like, you can do pretty much what you want with them. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, so, yeah. cool uh, that you can do that. Like, like you were saying there, there's a way that they kind of they kind of should be sung or could be sung or like kind of staying true to the to the sea shanty kind of old school ways of singing there, you know, but they do leave themselves open to be interpreted, you know, in your own way. That's brilliant, you know, and because mm. they're, they're traditional songs, nobody owns them. You can do what you fucking want. You can have your artistic license with them, you know, uh, have your wicked way with the whatever way you want to do with them. Um, so make bits of them. I mean, we think about shanties, how far they come as well. Like some of like uh, SpongeBob SquarePants uh, has the blow the man down. That That's his theme tune, you know, so, which is an ancient song, you know, and that same song was sang in uh, the Big Bang Theory in that uh, TV show as well. So, yeah, it's made its way, like, all the way, you know. So SpongeBob has an old hand in the two, himself and Nathan. <laughs> <He> does. <laughs> Great, you know. Uh, what's that band, Codeline? Didn't they bring out um, uh, Holloway? Uh, what did it? Song? They, I think they recorded, I think they recorded Holloway. You might be able to check that, but they recorded um, Holloway years ago. 
um, sea shanty, you know, and that that kind of never took off. And then, as you said, as a lad took a lad with his phone, uh, banging his hand on the table for it to go viral, you know. So it's cool. It's crazy. So what will happen in a few years' time, lads? When uh, well, more less than a few years, I hope. But uh, when you're playing back in the gigs and someone comes up to you and asks you to play the TikTok song. <laughs> yeah, we'll just put it over there beside the Galway girl and the wagon wheel. <laughs> I know, geez, at least it's a bloody sea shanty, you know. Actually, to be honest, with you, we don't we don't even mind the Galway girl and and, and the other one either, you know. But uh, yeah, as long as it's a shanty, we're happy days. We can just say like you know, Josh don't. said that we were one of the first. That's all we can say. Josh Lachlan <laughs> said that we were one of the first. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you you probably play a lot of original stuff as well when when you're out. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we try to try to do it a lot, as, as much as possible, you know. Unless there's 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 people who are frowning at something that they don't know, you know. <laughs> we just yeah. We have the, we, we use the old trick, the old uh, oh the old trick. Uh, yeah. You don't see anything before you do the song, your own song. Sing it. If it goes down like a house on fire, then you just say nothing. And if it goes down well, then they tell everybody it's your song. That's how you do it. Everyone taps are like, oh, we wrote that song there, we wrote that song. Yeah. But uh, if nobody says that and or a boo says they scowl up at you, um, you're just kind of, okay, moving swiftly along. Bruce Springsteen's down there. Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> but a Galway girl. <laughs> Obviously, we, we've talked um, a little bit about your own songwriting and Chanty Inspirations and Clontarf and, and all of that. But would you tell us a little bit about how you how you approach songwriting your, yourself? Do you, do you use write together or uh, do you each write songs and meet up and then bounce ideas off each other what's what's the story yeah I'd say I'd say the only kind of way we've done was writing it ourselves and then bringing it to the other one actually on stage in, in, in a pub like for, for in Temple Barter you know uh, just say if Kieran had a song he'd just say just gonna bring it in and then I'd hear it and we'd just develop that way you know and then obviously if we're, if we're recording it we'd, we'd, we'd go deeper into the song and take out some lyrics but I think that's the way it just kind of went uh, we just you know yourself a song starts off with a, with a hook or a lick or even one word you know a word that you may like or a lyric or something like that and it, and it heads off then into the distance and yeah but that's, that's the thing we actually miss that kind of thing if uh if if we had a song, we'd just bring it to the pub and just play it, and the other I would just listen and play along, and and that's that's the way it's always worked, isn't it? That's Pretty much all, yeah. all every yeah. every song we've yeah. we've done is was like that, you know. So would you spend a lot of time rehearsing, or would it be mostly kind of paid practice in the? For the first album was paid practice. <laughs> paid practice, yeah, yeah. I think that's why that's that's kind of what we said earlier on as well. That's why the album is taking so so slow as well because uh, we don't have that live practice. You know, we don't because before we were at six, six gigs a week there, but now we're just kind of a uh, different side of the city there. And I don't know, we're just yeah. I think it's different as well playing something out live through speakers in a venue than sitting down just kind of acoustically with your stuff. There's benefits for both, you know, uh, like absolutely. But there's definitely something different than about trying a song out live you know you can hear yeah you know you know if it's the right one it's you know mm-hmm. whereas you feel like something's supposed to come in there or not not supposed to come in there yeah um so like you practice a song f- for weeks at home and then you go to gig it and you gig it and then you can see something not working straight away you know yeah definitely that, yeah. that definitely kind of works for us anyway like we tried a, a couple of practices here for the new stuff you know um, well, we have we have been, you know, it's definitely good, yeah, definitely good, it's and it's like great, you know, big long sessions uh, of of practice and stuff, and recording them down. Then the the recorded session disappears somewhere into the computer, never see it again. So that's probably kind of n- n- new to us as the Finns. Like we did that with Nafina, um, about uh, for stuff, you know, 
Um, yeah. practicing out stuff there but for, for us we always kind of relied on the gigs you know Boo is kind of more the songwriter than, than I am you know so I, I prefer to be um, on the arranging side of things you know That being said weren't you nominated for a songwriting award if I'm not mistaken Jesus was Oh but Jesus uh, <laughs> he's, he's modest but he, he was a finalist there what, what was it Boo? It was in the finalist? International Song Door Songwriting Contest International yeah, it was cool. Internationally. Delighted with that. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we were, we're delighted with that, you know. Yeah, it was and grand, yeah. The, um, I'll probably check the um the feedback thing, probably check it every once, every six months, reading it and go, oh, yeah. not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give myself a bit of an old boost. That song I wrote, I wrote that a long time ago, um, 16 or 17 or something like that. And we rose from the ashes. We uh, resurrected it for the album, for creations for that album. And then we just said... um kind of fired into that to see to see that it get anywhere and it yeah. did so we're delighted another one of our songs there got a, got chosen for a Creative Ireland and RT kind of a thing for Quinoon and Oak have you heard of that before it's kind of a yeah like a day or a week for, for children like in Ireland every year Like so yeah our, our song one of our songs got an advert TV advert for that you know so yeah, the, the songwriting's been, been pretty good to us, to be honest, you know. Being relatively new as well. I know Kieran wrote Free Mind when he was like 12 or something like that, but in general, we've only been writing songs. Like, I've only been doing this since 2014 yeah, or something. Like, very true, yeah. Something like that, so not so it's bad. It's paying you know? off by the sounds of it. Yeah, no, well, not so bad. 75 cent. <laughs> I remember we did some gigs out in um, Lambay Island for like an event, you know, and the people there kind of wanted their original songs because they were kind of different and, and, and nice you know what I mean and not the Galway Girl and stuff so there's a market out there for the, the original songs as well if they're kind of nice to listen they're not, to they're not distracted by like Jesus that's a terrible version of that song yeah yeah oh, that's exactly. a terrible version of that song yeah is Lambe the one with all the wallabies that's that's the one yeah <laughs> the wild redneck the wallabies yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah that's actually our little take of a sea shanty since we're talking about sea shanties that's kind of a that was our first single it's called Lambe there as Josh said and uh, you, know, you know Lambe Christian I don't know you, you, you might the know. island the island you, you, you fly you fly above it that's, when you come into Dublin airport th- yeah. that's the one yeah lovely yeah so you might if you get the binoculars out there next time you're on the airplane head look down you might see some wild redneck wallabies running around the place and, uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah that, 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 that was our song that we just picked, uh, picked that island and, and wrote a song about it and uh, and there is wallabies there and stuff and the loads of unique history around that stuff. If you're ever looking for inspiration for a, a shanty, just look up Lambay Island and the shipwrecks around it and tailors and all that kind of stuff. Amazing, amazing stories all connected to the island, you know. Yeah, class. And and that's more of what I was going at when I started talking about like folk and traditional music. Like obviously the songs that you write today and the scene that you're in and what we're talking about here are, are songs that have survived. 200 300 years and probably will like we're not substituting the songs that we already have we're just adding to the tradition like is is that on your mind like the songs that you write now are going into a tradition and might be played by people on a live stream on TikTok in in a hundred years. Yeah, I, I often think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't we, we don't write them for that, but yeah, definitely we think about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love the way that you bring in the real pride of place, and your songs are about characters and places, which is yeah, something we that you get in old folk music that you don't get in maybe modern music, but you're. Uh, you're making a comeback with that, which is great. <laughs> we are, yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not the, we're not actually singing about love, so there must be something wrong with us, I'd say, <laughs> at this stage, because every song is about love, you know. So then we're yeah, but the about ones that endure are the ones about the places and the people. You uh, know? Hopefully, yeah, yeah, because we're writing songs about Lambe Island and dissidents and <laughs> and folk men and jeez, uh, what else? The hometowns, fishermen, fishermen, fishermen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's the story with folk man actually? 
What's the story no. with Folkman? Yeah, now that we're on the topic. Uh, well, Folkman is, is just a song, really. And I just <laughs> lost my head there one day. And I thought that I had this kind of second weird kind of imaginary friend called Folkman. And then I started uh, dressing up as as Folkman. I know, it sounds strange now if somebody's uh, listening for the first time. I saw him there the other night. He was looking fairly lonely at the start of a stream. <laughs> you, you were avoiding him. That's yeah. right, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me, Josh. I think I went a bit crazy there one time, and just kind of some people kind of liked liked me dressing up in, in a in a wig and a beard and pretending to be folkman. Here I was thinking he was a long lost brother or something. Yeah, you never know, you know. But the song all actually always had a little bit of a kind of a, a humor in it anyway, so we kind of just kind of buzzed off it, you know. And uh, you know, in in the song as well, Josh it mentions uh, Milton Malbay, of course. You know, that was something I wanted to ask you about before we go. I didn't want to go without talking about <laughs> oh, County <good>. Clare. <laughs> Fair enough, fellas. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just gave you the platform there now to the next ten minutes is Joshua Lockton talking about Clare. Everybody, okay, go. Like um, a lot of my big memories, which year down in Clare and Milltown during the Willie Clancy. So I wanted to ask you about your relationship to Willie Clancy Festival because I know it's a really important place for you. Yeah, well, first of all, them sessions we had there a couple of years ago were brilliant. That, that was the, the height in the Fina there, our the Fina days, wasn't it? Singing New York Girls at a million miles per hour. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it was brilliant times in the Bellbridge mostly, Josh, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant, oh, yeah, brilliant sessions time, yeah. there, you know. Yeah, I mean, our, our, our tie is, uh, we just, we've been there since babies. Like, the, the parents were going there, like, with, with uh, our oldest brother from the very, our, our the father start, was there. The first one, yeah. At the very, very first one, all the way. All the way up, and just that was our family holiday. Every 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 July, we just head off there with the with the caravan and and the van and throw everything in the back, and it'll take about eight hours or nine hours to get the clear from, from and just, leash. We we just explode out with a van. Everyone just explode. <laughs> the four lads, like loads of tato wrappers and a dog, jump out and just go mad for a week. Now that was before we started drinking. So when we're 11 or 12 and then we started going to the pub and started playing music and yeah. all that kind of stuff so where did the love of music start was it Milltown uh, it's probably they, they all come hand in hand because it depends like uh, it depends on Owen Owen is our oldest brother there we have we have two older two, two other brothers there and he's he's born on the Willy Week so uh, they, they all combined we used to do like tin whistle lessons and stuff we, we, we both went to fiddle lessons in the, the Willy Clancy Festival as well as well as our brothers as well and uh, there's music in, in the blood there so like mm. both both sides of the family there's music in there so you're born with the love for the music and then you kind of, you're brought to the lessons sometimes you might necessarily want to go because uh, back when we were doing it in our town it wasn't the coolest thing you know uh, trad music wasn't it's ultra cool now to be able to play trad but not so much where we where we're from when we were growing up. So it was kind of a hindrance sometimes to have to go to classes when the sun was shining and the beach was a hundred meters down this way. All you wanted to do was go swimming, you know, um, and not go into a classroom and and you know play the fiddle. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were we brought the lessons for a while and and learnt a little bit. And then, as I said, as we kind of grew older there, we kept going to Milltown and it kind of turned into like kids playing on the beach and all that kind of stuff to going out, having a couple of pints and listening to the sessions. And um, kind of for a long time, we weren't really playing Irish music. I was playing drums in, in, in a rock band, but we kind of... I was always uh, kind of playing, kind of tipping away at their banjo, but not really seriously. Not seriously, no. uh, not, not seriously at all, but we always loved, we were always stuck in Milltown somewhere for yeah. every all the time you know Michael Az um, anywhere the, the crosses uh, anywhere in Milltown that was um, where you met the other lads from Nafina as well wasn't it mm-hmm. uh, yeah what, James, what, James anyway yeah. definitely yeah 
Um, we met James there, and then um, we met Peter up in Dublin after. But it was James we met down there um, when he was, geez, he could have been seventeen or something like that, sixteen. Great place to meet people. Great place, you know. Cream of the crop of musicians, sure. It's where they all gather every July. Absolutely. If anyone yeah. ever gets the chance to go down to Willie Clancy in Milltown, guys, it's definitely worth a visit. Yes, yeah. it is. Thanks a million for coming on, lads. Our pleasure, man. Our pleasure. Yeah, delighted to be uh, to be talking about the shanties and all that kind of stuff, you know. And ending in the west coast of Clare is nice too, where the Armada, of course, uh, shipwrecked once upon a time. Josh, you think we should team up and uh, and write a song about the Armada? Or what do you think? The Spanish Armada. I won't complain. Sounds good to me. Before we let you go, just uh, just want to mention that. Uh, podcast is called Turalura. Uh you're both on the on the song writing roster of a song called with a very similar name. Uh <laughs> so if <laughs> just we've said that people should go into their preferred service and listen to the fins but also go into Nafina and listen to Turalura Lay which is a fantastic song. Class. Thank you. That was also picked up by Celtic Thunder, actually, wasn't it? That's right, yeah, yeah. They they, they uh, did a lovely cover of it and it ended up in the billboards, could you imagine? <laughs> they were they're playing wow. it on the billboard live or something like that. Whatever the billboards is, I think it's a big deal over there. I think so. <laughs> and the guys there, they were singing our, they were singing our feckin' yeah. song. Like, it was brilliant, you know. It was, um, it was a pretty exciting time there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Having such a big band, you know. They're not as big over here, obviously, but over in America, they're, they're Huge, as yeah. big as Celtic women. Like, you know, they're... They're huge, you know, Celtic Thunder, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're happy to have our song being played like that, you know. Your name in lights, huh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Imro Do. Oh, the Imro Do, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're loaded. <Deadly> stuff. <laughs> if anyone has anything uh, to say uh, to us or to the Finns, we just send us an email on uh, podcast at gmail.com or you can go into our social media profiles on Instagram or on uh, Facebook and send us a message and if you if you 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 can probably go straight on to the Finn site and give them a like and if you want to message them just message them but if for any reason you want to message us and ask us to message them we will we will do it and the lads are doing a live show every Saturday night is it lads that's right, yeah, that's pretty much our regular this yeah. stage, every Saturday at 9pm Irish time, so uh, 9pm uh, somewhere. If, gonna... if any of those people are, are listening back to this, I'm sure they will because we'll be sharing it out. Just want to say thanks to the people who have been supporting us all along in the streams. Um, we, we started off with kind of small, smallish numbers and then we've been growing them uh, over, over the past year. And uh, we have a, a fantastic bunch of followers that tune in almost every every single week and support us, uh, donate, buy merch and all that kind of stuff. If they're listening, thanks thanks very much. Yeah, thank and you. We, we, like, we really appreciate it. Even though we, we're going to keep on, we're, we're keeping on playing music and all that stuff, um, that kind of support really helps you <laughs> to set everything up and get going and, and put on a good show and, and keep things, trying to keep things fresh and um, and interesting for them, you know. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, just a big shout out to them that's yeah. all yeah well thanks a million for for coming on our our first ever guests on the podcast it's not just me and josh sitting there talking shite anymore it's it's actually real people <laughs> on the other end of it so so that's fantastic thanks a million you've been uh, great thank you thanks, and thanks for, thanks, for bringing the instruments as well like yeah giving us a bit of a bit of music that is no after all what it's all about mm-hmm. 100 percent
Speaking of the instruments, would you like to play us out, lads? Be jazz, since you asked so nicely and calmly and, and gently, Josh. Charmingly. <laughs> Heartwarmingly. We will indeed. And thanks for having us, guys, as well. You know, thanks, we lads. appreciate it, you know. And as I said, like, we love the shanties. We love the songs of the sea, like, and uh, it's nice that you kind of asked us to do it because we really do love the songs of the sea. Sometimes, as Kieran said, it's a little bit overly... It's an unhealthy <laughs> obsession. <laughs> Bloody sea, you know. Well, there was no better men to ask to do a sea shanty special then. <laughs> but we don't know what we're going to end up uh, end up doing. But what what, what song do we do? We could uh, do you want to do Holloway maybe or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll do this one. Uh, this is this is uh, like a real raw kind of a sea shanty. You know, this is kind of one of the ones that that's less music in it too, if you know what I mean. So the, the way shanties kind of the way we do it as close as uh, as a shanty could be could be done. So I'll put down my instrument. This is Grant. This is the Grant last one to do. So uh, haul away. Yeah. So thanks for having us, guys, as well. I really appreciate it. Um, this is one of those uh, sweating up shanties that I spoke about at the beginning. I want to get you really kind of going after that whale, you know, that kind of way. When I was a little boy, so my mother told me, we haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. And if I did not kiss the girls, my lips would all grow moldy. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. And then I met a Yankee girl, and she was fat and lazy. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. And then I met an Irish girl She damn well drove me crazy We haul away We'll haul away, Joe We haul away We'll haul away, Joe King Louis was the king of France Before the revolution we haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. And then he got his head cut off, which spoiled his constitution. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. St. Patrick was a gentleman, he came from decent people. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. He built a church in Dublin town, and on it put the steeple. We Ship now is rolling. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. We haul away, we're bound for better weather. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. We haul away, we'll haul away, Joe. Timmy!
thank you, thank you. Ciao. Folks, thank you so much as always for tuning in to our very special Sea Shanty episode of Tura Lura with our very special guests, our first ever guests, the Finns. It's been a pleasure to have you here listening to us. And that is all I have to say. We'd love some reviews on Apple Podcast if you want to check it out. And thanks again for having a listen, guys. So until next time, Tura Lura Lou. If you closed your eyes there, it felt like you were on that ship. You're on it, yeah. <laughs> Hershey blows. <laughs>